Hello everyone, my name is Chance and you're currently listening to A Chance to Shive. Alright, so today we're going to start off with an announcement for Poems of the Week. So moving forward, one thing I thought would actually be really dope. The thing is, I'm going to get this, I have to make sure I get my school schedule set before I actually give you guys an actual time for it. But I'm just going to say what the plan actually is. So basically what we're thinking of doing is the poems of the week part it's like it would just be something where it's just live like we've had live episodes where it was streamed and stuff like that and i realized the thing about a poem analysis is it is so great when people actually do it together like if i could see what you guys are thinking as i'm reading certain things after it's done and stuff like that like it would make it so much more engaging and even for people who aren't there while it's being live streamed at least you can kind of see like my interaction with the comments and I'm pretty sure on live streams when you rewatch it it will show you like how the comments were actually happening and you can actually comment on it as it actually happens so it's a way where like whoever is there will interact live and if you're not you can still technically get the same gist of things that we're actually doing but yeah so I'm not going to do poems a week for the purpose of that so like the next time we do it is going to be even better and we're and the thing is since it's being live streamed we can make it something where it's not just five, 10 minutes. Like, or we can go through multiple poems. Oh, do you guys like this? You guys like that? So it's like literally dedicated to y'all. So I like the idea that that little segment is going to be catered to you guys. Cause not everybody that listens to my podcast is intrigued by that. So the people that do want it, I want it to be for you. If that makes sense. Okay. So basically today, um, we're gonna go, I just decided to pick random topics. Like literally my takes on social media takes, that's literally what I called it. Like I said, I'm going to use my platform as a therapy session half of the time. So at times if I'm going through something and then I realize like there's a big topic that somewhat relates to it or whatever it is, I'll always kind of dive into it because then I get to process whatever it is that I'm thinking about it. And then I also get to give people a different perspective. And then we just speak on some shit that people care about, I guess. So the very first social media take that I was going to go on through to like literally was like I was going through my things and I'm like, I fuck with this. I fuck with this. You know, we're going to this. And the very first one that I seen was going through phones. So I'm guessing like we'll look at this in a relationship because I don't really understand why I would have a conversation about two friends going through each other's phones and shit. Because I think at that point, like certain boundaries have to be just so set. Like you're my friend. Like this isn't some shit we should be talking about type shit. If you have a friend that's going through your phone, I would very much consider what the fuck type of friendship you have. Because, yeah, it's weird. But the thing for me is. Overall, right, I am someone that has gone through phones, but I'm not going to make a biased opinion. I don't believe that you should go through somebody's phones in general. Because to me, it shows a lack of trust. But this is, there's like, there's always two sides of a story, which is why it's kind of like, it's always hard for me to be mad at somebody because it's easy for me to see their point of view, right? For me, it's like, I can easily just look at somebody going through their phone and be like, nah, that's, that's some crazy shit. Like, you can't do that. That shows a lack of trust. But things can be justified. Like there's a whole the whole reason why self-defense is a thing is because you can commit an act that is not just, but because of the situation you're in, it is justified. So for me, it's like let somebody's going through phones, like that's wrong. And at the end of the day, like no matter how you look at it, you should have not done that. But you can have your reasons for why you do certain shit. For me, there are certain people that you're gonna come across that aren't trustworthy. And if somebody isn't necessarily trustworthy, right? It's like, I think we've spoken about it where it was like the idea of somebody being transparent. If I don't know that you're someone that I can trust or the thing that I've realized is a lot of the times you'll be with somebody and although the looking at somebody's phone isn't necessarily like a trust thing, 
it's more of because of uh, too much friction or too much resistance. Like you ask somebody questions and they want their independence so they don't feel the need to tell you. But then you're like, we're together and you don't even want to tell me some simple shit. Now the other person is thinking, if you're not willing to tell me something so basic, how can I trust you? Now the other person is looking for, um, how do I say this? They're looking for reassurance. And because you offer so much resistance and you never want to say, hey, this is the reason why I don't want to tell you. It's more of like, hey, I'm independent. I tell you I don't want to do this. I don't want to tell you this. That's that. In a relationship, I do understand the fact that you must hold on to your independence. But you also do have to understand that you are trying to build something and build a future with someone. So that life that you're trying to focus on and be independent for, you're trying to co-line with somebody. I'm not saying y'all got to be on the same step, but... Five years, I'm here, you're here. Ten years, I'm here, you're here. It doesn't matter. Like, we're still on this journey together. So it's like, you kind of have to prioritize what the fuck they're worried about. Like, you don't want to make this person look at you as someone who's incapable, when you're someone who they are incapable of giving their trust to. So for me, it's like, if you want somebody to trust you, you do have to understand what it takes to reassure them. Because the thing is, if it's so hard for me to sit here and be like, I know what makes you unsteady when it comes to trust like i know it makes like when i do certain things or like when i offer certain resistance i know it has you thinking it's not about whether you trust me or not it's just the idea those thoughts start because that's just how you are as a person if i know that why the fuck do i not want to reassure you and make sure that this isn't an issue for the both of us so it's like it's one of those things where it's like if you have a partner that's going through your phone if you want to break it off because there's a lack of trust and everything like that i completely understand that is your decision but before you just go straight to you don't trust me, a lot of the times certain people's behaviors are not necessarily a representation of who they are. It is a representation of the reactions they're having to certain act, to certain things people are doing. Like for me, it's like I'm not somebody who goes through phones. You, I, have, I have had one person that I've went through their phone multiple times. Only one fucking person that I've dated. And it was probably the person that I loved the most or some shit, right? And the only reason why I went through her phone was because, like, she didn't understand how to reassure me. It wasn't the fact that I didn't trust you, but there was a lack of transparency, which made it hard for me to offer my trust blindly. Because then every time you don't want to tell me things, you're reminding me that I'm trusting you blindly. Like, it's, it's a weird thing. I want to trust you blindly, but I don't want you to remind me that I have to trust you blindly. The idea that you purposely don't want to tell me shit and I'm just supposed to give up my trust because I don't have a choice. So that's how it's just like the thing that I don't understand. All right. So that's the take on like social media, like going through phones and stuff. However you want to look at it, that is perfectly fine. But understand your partner's boundaries and make sure that those are respected. And for me, I'm not somebody that's going to justify the fact that I went through somebody's phone. I should have found a way to communicate to this person. Hey, because of your lack of transparency, this is making it very hard for me to trust you. And at times it makes me want to go through your phones because... There's so much you expect me not to know, and I'm someone who is scared of the unknown, and I will do anything possible to know it, and I don't want to overstep that boundary and then break your trust by attempting to trust you. So it's like, find a way to communicate that to the person. And mind you, I get it. To certain people that you're in a relationship with, you just don't think that is going to work. Well, then the relationship isn't going to work. That is something like, I feel like, if you have to dodge certain shit because you're like, we can't overcome this. Bro, especially if you were young, <laughs> do you understand that half of the shit we go through is nothing compared to when y'all got bills at the, at the same time? It's like if you can't handle this shit and all you have going on is school, 
now y'all got now y'all have kids responsibilities like a lot of motherfuckers y'all like it's like people date for short term so like you don't really think about how certain shit is going to tra- um, unfold later down the line but you need to make sure this person has great habits when it comes to dealing with shit because if this is a person that's like constantly trying to give up or constantly runs away from shit and doesn't want to get back to it or something that is somebody that is setting you up to have so much shit piled up like and you don't want shit to be piled up but yeah trust is key and transparency is something that both of you guys have to be able to show to each other not i offer transparency the way i think it should be offered but however i become a person that you can trust and if somebody's too fucking insecure to trust you and shit it's that's not on you to constantly reassure someone's insecurities i hate the idea that someone can push their insecurities onto you and then make it feel like your fucking responsibility to deal with and insecure motherfuckers tend to not see how their insecurities are affecting them so they're not really gonna worry about choice Okay, next social media topic. Deadbeat dads versus dads that are trying to be there, but bitter BMs. BMs, baby mothers. Um, I know people listen to my shit from, like, other places outside the U.S., so BMs stands for baby mothers. I'm probably going to say that a few times just for the way of shortening it, but, yeah. The reason why I even brought this up, I have one of my boys. We recently had a kid, right? And randomly I seen another mutual friend that we have post something about him not being able to be there for his daughter or something. And it's one of those situations where he, I don't know the whole entire situation. I'm just focusing on how I'm looking at it from like the social media perspective, right? It's like the idea that there are certain dads that want to be around, but because the mother doesn't like them for the individual that they are, they allow that to stop them from letting the, from letting the dude be a father. Like, you, it's okay for you to not to like somebody as an individual. Like, certain people, you're not going to like them because they don't, because their values don't align to you. You don't like the way they do certain shit. There are so many reasons not to like somebody. But then you also have to understand not a lot of people are good fathers. Like, there's a certain, like, for me, it's like, I don't understand this idea that people don't value a parental figure that's a man as much as they used to. And it's it's kind of sick to me, not for the idea that all like I get it, like before anybody gets on my ass for this, if a guy is shitty and he is not somebody who treats you respectfully, then you have no reason to allow them to be in this kid's life because this is your daughter. They are disrespecting you. Like, I get it. The whole trying to make sacrifices. I'm not speaking from that perspective because I get it. Certain people's like. There are people that are going to say, I will make that sacrifice and allow somebody to disrespect me just for this person that I'm with to have their parents around and shit, right? There are certain people that just won't tolerate that shit. I'm not going to sit here and put my values into somebody and say, hey, you should prioritize this kid. Uh, There are certain mothers. It's like, I believe if the the dude can't respect you enough to actually want to be there for the kid, then that's a lot of guys are a little narcissistic. So it's like they'll act like they want to be there for the kid, but then treat the mother terribly. And it's like. How the fuck is she going to allow you to be there when you're constantly bringing her down and shit? Like, she can barely be a mother to this kid y'all are raising because you're constantly bringing her down and her mental is all types of fucked up. Now that we got that off the way, showing that I understand that portion. For me, it's the part where it's like the woman just literally does not like the father. Like, let's just say he probably did some shit or certain things happened in a relationship. You're just like, you know, I hate this nigga. I, I hate this dude. Okay. Now... That this kid is here, are the are is he trying to be a good father? 
I think that's all that should fucking matter. Like the past and certain shits, like to a certain extent, you have to understand this kid is now the priority, which is the whole reason why it's like, I don't, I don't want to have kids early. Cause I don't think I understand enough about responsibilities to pick one up. That's that much. Like kids are a huge responsibility and they require a lot of sacrifices. And a lot of people aren't even capable of, Making the sacrifice of getting up and attending a class on time. And now you're going to take care of a kid. Make all those sacrifices that are needed when you're not even used to what it's like to make sacrifices for the betterment of yourself. But now you have to do it for the betterment of somebody else. To better somebody else. Not to make betterment. To better somebody else. It's, it's a lot. So, but the thing for me is like, if the person is trying to be a good father, understand that the kid, your kid, needs that person as much as they need you. I think it's this idea that, not saying for everyone, right? But I'm saying for certain people. Certain people, um, I think we prioritize the idea of nurture very early on. So, and the dads don't really do a lot of nurturing when it comes to the beginnings. Like, that's the thing where it's just like, majority of that is into in breastfeeding. Like, when you realize the bond, like, a um, a kid has with their mother just from breastfeeding from them. It's ridiculous. The attachment that they raise from the, it's like all they know is one need at that point. It's like the fact that I, I need food to a certain extent. That's like the easiest thing they can understand. And then it's just like that my mother is the one that gives that to me. So when you're breastfeeding, it's it's a tight bone that they build, but the dude is trying to be there for their kid. Whether or not they're not the most amazing person in your eyes whether they don't necessarily meet up to your standards, ask yourself, what do you need around as a father? It's not somebody that you're with, you're co-parenting, so you don't have to look at him like, oh, this is, I want somebody like this, like this. No, this isn't about you. What does your baby need? Like, what is it that you need to be a great parent and make this kid's life easy? Whatever it takes, if that person can do that for you, fuck it compromise work with it like push your fucking pride to the side like you'll be all right it's i just don't want to say that shit so it's like it hurts because i know so many people that so many guys that choose to walk out on kids 24 7 and then you have certain baby mothers that are very bitter and just because they don't like the person as an individual that that dude has potential to be an amazing father to this kid but the mother wants to hurt that father so bad so she decides to say Fuck it. Even though you being around will be better for this kid, I want you to suffer. And I'm going to make everyone in the equation suffer just so you can suffer as well. This makes no sense. Like, you take away huge support that you could have had. Not great partner, support. And then you take away a great amount of support that this kid would need from this father. Sick for me, bro. But, yeah, a lot of women try to use their kids to, like... Oh, and especially there are women that try to like, they want the man back. They actually want them. The man doesn't want them back. So they re, they kind of use the kid as like the little leverage. It's like, you come back to be around your kid. If you don't, it's dead. I've seen that shit. And it is actually sick. You will see a grown person look at a kid and thinks, I'm going to use you to have somebody love me. This is why I'm saying mature before you have a kid. Like certain things people do when you actually sit there and you break it down and you think about the mindset behind it. It is very sick. Someone is in that much need of love that you stop loving a kid properly just 
to, to receive like a love from a man it's like it's sick bro and mind you everything i have just said can be flipped i just looked at it in the way that it is on social media where it's more popular and shit um okay so the one thing i was going to talk about was like friend was like feeling out of place like we've spoken about this a little bit but i spoke about it away on my snapchat and i was like i'm just gonna break it down a little more this time feeling out of place is just like i thought it was bad because then I, I started feeling a certain way towards like everything around me like i didn't feel I didn't feel the way I felt around my friends that I used to feel around my friends. I didn't feel the same way that I used to feel around parties. I just didn't feel the same way in a, around a lot of environments that were kind of like my normal. I realized like the more I start wanting things, the more I start changing things about myself and I start focusing on me, the more you kind of realize what your actual needs are and then what, what's, what you surround yourself with half the time are distractions because you are incapable of meeting those needs. And I realized a lot of my friends and shit, it's like when I think about certain things I want to do and I want and how I want my friends to be there for me and support me, I realized there weren't really a lot of those friends that are capable of being there and supporting me in the way that I would want them to. So it's like, why do you have all this these friends when what you want your friends to do, none of those motherfuckers around can do it? So I'm in a stage where it's like I'm getting ready to drop so many people in my lives. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm not the person that's great at hurting people's hearts, but the great thing for me is I have a lot of different friend groups and bulks and stuff like, and stuff like that. So randomly, whenever I feel like a certain group isn't necessarily the right thing for me in the moment, I just kind of like switch friend group. Like my friend group, like my normal friend group kind of switches every single day and shit like that. If I'm at school, it's different. If I'm back home, it's different. If I'm traveling and stuff like that, it's definitely different. But yeah, it's like lately I've realized I've felt so out of place and Part of me kind of felt fake because I'm like, damn, like I'm around these some of my friends and they're interacting with me the way that they would normally do. But my response is just not the same shit no more because I'm not intrigued by all the same. It's like doing dumb shit, partying. <laughs> Bro, I want to go home like it gets from one to two o'clock. I want to go home like I don't want to be out surrounded by hundreds of people that I don't fucking know. Like I want to go home like. I'm not somebody who goes to bed early, but if I'm out in that setting, I get tired and I want to go to bed and then I get home and I'll be up. Like I will literally run home because I I'm so tired and I don't want to be around a party, but then I'm going to link one. But then I go chill with one of my friends until like four or five o'clock in the morning smoking or just doing whatever random things we want to do or something like that. It's this idea that I, I just don't have the energy to be in those settings. Like those settings tire me the fuck out. I'm not tired in those settings. Like, those settings rip away my energy and at a certain point I'm just like bloop and I just crash bro it's like and I hate it and whenever I crash out in public I am a very social person it is the hardest shit to hide that I'm no longer enjoying myself and then everybody around me they are used to feeding off me for energy and I'm like I don't got it don't look my way because I'm gonna fuck up your energy at this point but yeah, one thing I was going to say is, like, I, I've seen a lot of people on my social media, like, slide up when I posted that on Snapchat. It's like, it's okay, bro. You're not the only one. And then I seen something by Steve Harvey, which I connected to this, which is why I kind of wanted to bring this segment into it, which is this thing where it's kind of like, to make it make sense, I'll just say the story that I saw that he wrote. So um, I seen a reel by Steve Harvey on IG or YouTube, like, YouTube shorts. That's kind of like their reels version of it. Um, It was this thing where he said... He kept on getting money and stuff like that. 
And then he would go talk to his mom and be like, hey, mom, 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 look, I'm making a lot of money. I'm going to buy a new car. And then every single time he had that same conversation with a new check and stuff like that, he said his mom would tell him the exact same thing. Sweetie, your old car is still in the garage. Or what about your old car? However, he said it. It was just the idea that like every time he was reminding her of something new that he wanted, right? She would re- she reminded him, him of the fact that his old car is still in the garage. And then the last, and then he was like, the last interaction I had before I, I did anything was like, I, he tried that same exact conversation again, right? And then his mom told him the same thing. It's like, sweetie, where are you going to put it? Your old car is in the thing. So, and then he was like, he got out the old car, got it towed and everything like that, cleaned everything out. And then within a few weeks, he got a new car. And he was like, mom, I got a new car. And his mom was kind of like, it's because you made space for it. You had somewhere to put it. The reason why you feel out of place is because you're supposed to get ready for like there are a lot of like we're just going to we're not going to look at it in the manner of a religion, but I'm just going to say blessings. Right. Good things happening. to you. That's what I mean by blessings, not anything religi- religious. A lot of the times you're stopping your own blessings because you didn't make space for it. The thing is, it's like you can manifest a whole lot of shit into this world, but the world isn't going to give it to you if the moment you get it, you're at risk of losing it. And what I basically mean by that is I want a lot of shit for myself. I want to go into real estate. I want to start making money. But with the people that I'm around currently, it is impossible for me to do that. Like, like you'll tell yourself, hey, God, like, let's say you're someone who prays or something. You'll sit here and say, God, hey, I want to be someone. I want to I want to stop smoking. You know, like I want to be better at this. But then you hang around the same people that do it every single day. And you're like, God, why aren't you giving me enough strength to do this? Or like, why am I incapable of doing this? Like, people act start acting dumb. It's like, bro, it's like, you want your life to change. If you want a lot of this new shit to come into your life, you have to make space for it. Like, going back to school, getting a degree, there was one thing that was very much going to make it impossible for me to do that. I'm not going to say what it was, but... For me to go back to school and think I'm going to be successful, I know for a fact there were certain things I had to do. There were certain people I had to let go of or else I would not be able to do what it is that I need to do. And a lot of people are like that. And and it's like, bro, like I'm not going to like the little puff bars, the little nicotine bars, whatever people call them. Puff bars like I used to hit those things. And then when I wanted to stop, I was bullshitting myself. It's like, I was like, hey, I want to stop. But I hung around the same people that are buying these shits like two, three times every week. It's not realistic. Like, you want certain things in your life to change. You want new blessings. You want to elevate your life. But then you surround yourself with shit that are constantly pulling you down. It's like, it, it doesn't make sense. So for me, when I wanted to stop hitting those puff bars, things, at a certain point, I couldn't control it. I was like, fuck, no. The idea that something is controlling me, I don't like it. When I wanted to really stop, I kept on trying and it wasn't working. Why? Bro, I would I would throw one away after I buy it. After like two after like a few days, and I'm like, nah, I'm gonna quit. I go around one of my friends or I go around to a certain party and everybody in the party has one. Now I'm thinking, yo, where can I buy one for twenty dollars or something? Like it just there's certain things if you really want your life to change, you gotta let go of certain shit. You a lot of us are so caught up on what we have to lose that you forget how much you can gain. And you'll never figure it out until you start letting go of those things. Like, bro, trust me, you know if you're in a relationship if someone is holding you back. You know it. Like, I, I promise you, you know when you're in a relationship and you're being held back. You may lie to yourself. 
but it's as simple as if this person wasn't around, what could I be doing right now? I promise you, you know what the fuck you were doing before you got into that relationship. You don't know it. It's like, just take your time and be realistic to your needs and the new things you want in your life. Understand the fact that the whole like Michael Jackson song, like if you want to change the world, like the change has to start within yourself or something like that. It's kind of like if you want the world to start doing good things for you, like you have to kind of like start being ready for it. So we're on the same topic and this is where I'm, I'm going to finish it. Like the whole feeling out of place thing, right? Part of the reason why that is also is like I spoke about the fact that I wanted support in a certain way for my friends and I couldn't get that, right? One thing I've realized was like a lot of your friends will switch up, not in the idea that they start being fake, but they start acting towards you in a different manner, right? I'll say this this example, right? There was one of my friends where he was from the city and stuff like that. He was kind of like a social media person, right? He was kind of like when he was starting this, I had been one of those people that on social on TikTok and stuff like that, my it skyrocketed very quickly for me. It happened very quick. So I had friends that were trying to do that and it was it took time for them progressively and stuff like that, right? And then when I was the one that had way more and stuff like that, and they needed to make certain content, like I would make time for them. Like they'd come to me and stuff like that, make certain content, da da da. And then it became to a certain point where this person is asking me, oh, let's hop on a podcast. I'm like, I bet. And then you're telling me, hey, we're going to set some time to meet and then set it up and then randomly just never text me. It's like you used to be someone that came to me for things because you, I had something of value to give to you. And then now where it's kind of like, I still have that same value, but the person is like, certain people, it's like you get, they get in their heads at a certain point, it's kind of like, they start to devalue what it is that you have to offer to them based off where they are in their lives and stuff like that. So for me, it's like the person can be the most nicest person, but you do have to understand the value that people put on you as a person that you, as a person that's going to be in their lives. Like understand how to play your role accordingly to certain people. Like for me, there's no issue with the fact that that happened. I'm not somebody who really gives a fuck about it. But the only way, the only reason why I felt some type of way of it is because I'm like, I'm somebody where I've, and anytime I see you doing something, I'm showing support. Like, I'm like, yo, you got this type shit. And then to kind of devalue me that much, even that's something that I, you're trying to do. And I've done it a little longer and I have a little more credibility in this podcast field. And to, to like not value me like them, like, damn, that's crazy. Like, I even valued and shit that I didn't even give a fuck about. It was just the fact that you was diving, feel me? But it's like. Yeah, it's like the whole reason why it's like at times you're going to feel out of place and part of feeling out of place is because people value you in a way where or people don't devalue. People just don't value the way that you want to be valued. Like there are certain groups of friends I'm around where it's like because people weren't necessarily asking me, hey, what did you want to do or what did you want to eat as often as they would while we were doing certain things? I no longer wanted to be in that environment no more because it's like I no longer feel valued. People change, seasons change, and you're just going to have to keep it pushing. So it's like part of feeling out of place isn't necessarily just you changing. At times, it is the people around you changing. And at times, that has to do with their values. When people's values don't co-align, it's very hard to be in each other's lives. Mind you, I said values. Values is a very broad thing. It's not politics. It's not it's not any one thing. It's just values in general. Like, I value helping people. Somebody doesn't value helping people. If y'all go out and you're trying to help somebody tie their shoe with some shit, they're going to look at you like, what the fuck are you doing? See how the difference in values makes it very hard for you to understand each other. And a lot of times when you when you realize that your values do not co-align with certain groups of friends that you're around, 
leave the whole shit that people tell you your parents tell you it's like oh show me show me your friends and i'll show you your future that is what they're talking about they're not talking about this idea that oh i'm around my friends and they want to go into psychology and all of a sudden i want to go into psychology no they're more talking about if you're around a group of psychologists then a value of majority psychology is the fact that they want to help people they want to change the world they want to start up here mental health matters it is very hard for me to be like think about it right it is very hard for me to not see the value in helping people or the value in making sure someone's mental health is straight if I am around a group of people that are psychologists, that are therapists. Because why? Because every time you hear about their stories, those values seek out because they're so broad. It applies to a whole lot of shit. Like they're telling about a story where they had a client. They're telling about a story where they, they inter- inter- interacted with um, somebody in the grocery store. It's like. You will see the type of person that they are through their values. So for me, it's like once I'm once I'm around those type of people, even if I didn't think mental health ever mattered, it will be so easy for me to see that now. That's what people mean by your friends kind of your friends become your normal. What you look at as your normal, your default setting. If everybody around you spits on the floor, you don't look at spitting on the floor like it is a disgusting thing. You see it all the time. Your brain has been wired to think this is normal. If you live in a very prestigious, like if you live in a very white neighborhood that is very rich, spitting on the floor to certain people may look like, why are you spitting on the floor? It's like, that's disgusting. Like, I may be walking my dog that I paid a thousand for, and I don't want them to put their paws on that, right? Now you look at spitting on the floor like a disgusting thing. That's a, those are how you, the valleys are kind of stuck, suck into you. It's like, now if I come across somebody, and I'm from a, if I'm from a neighborhood where we do what we spit on the floor like it's nothing, and then you're from a neighborhood where y'all don't spit on the floor. Your normal is very different, and we a lot of the certain things we won't see eye to eye because you've just been so equipped to thinking this is normal, and I'm thinking this is normal. You will always think your normal is right over somebody else's normal. So yeah, the whole values shit it has to align. I realize in a relationship, friendship, it doesn't matter what it is. If your values did not align, you will come across a lot of situations you feel are unresolvable, like you can't resolve this issue, like. That's the reason why a lot of people can't overcome certain issues in a relationship. If y'all have similar values, whether you agree with each other or not, it is easy to see each other's perspective. But when y'all have different values, different like different perspectives on things, then it's very hard because this person just doesn't understand where you're possibly coming from. And that's what it takes to understand somebody by stepping in your shoes. If I have similar values, I understand how to get in this mindset of how you would act. If we don't, it becomes really impossible for that shit. I just want to tell y'all, appreciate y'all. I wanted to get y'all around like 30-ish minutes. I don't know what y'all are really getting, but I just want to say I appreciate you guys. I love y'all. Y'all are going to get very basic merch soon, and then I'm also going to... There's going to be multiple drops on that, so I promise y'all are going to get merch very, very fucking soon. And one advice I'm going to give you that I think a lot of people need to learn. This is one of those advice where it's very selfish type shit of me to give it to you guys because I don't understand the first thing about mastering it yet, to be completely honest, but... Understand where people are at and understand where you're going. And be honest about whose path that doesn't align to yours. It's this whole idea, meet people where they're at. Like, just accept shit for what it is and just be subjective and be honest with yourself. Lying to yourself hurts only one person and it's you. So it's like, if somebody isn't someone you think is going to be able to be in your future, as a friend, as a family member, or or as a blood relative. I don't think family is the same shit. 
It's just a relationship. Just choose yourself. Like, I promise you, the one thing you'll realize the more you make sacrifices for people or the more you constantly put people over yourself, whenever it doesn't work out, you're left to pick up the pieces by yourself. That person is fine. So it's like, just prioritize your mental and your future because your future doesn't always co-align with certain people. And a lot of us align to ourselves, but you understand that somebody isn't capable. This person isn't healthy for your future. I think that's the thing. A lot of people think, is this person healthy for me? But it's like, are they healthy for your future? If this person has no interest in you, what you want to do with your life, then the answer is probably no. Or if they don't have similar values that will allow them to motivate you and understand how to push you, then why do you even want this person around? Whatever types of bond that you have with them, they're not beneficial to you. It's this mindset of how I value people that I very much like. This idea, this, this businessman kind of idea, make money off people's heads. All they're really trying to say is your friends are people that should be of value to you. And for them, value is money. So they kind of look, they all have that in common. So they're okay with that. Have similar values with people so that way they can be benef- beneficial to you in your future. I promise you, your life will get 10 times better when everyone around you is someone you can bounce an idea off or someone who is willing to listen. Imagine everybody in your life is someone who is willing to listen. Or willing to, you can bounce ideas off. <laughs> That's just a brief little thing. I'm not going to hold you. When I get to that point in my life, I'll be very glad. But yeah, I want you guys to have an amazing day. Enjoy yourself. Keep on thriving.